are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. We're live, everybody. It's Chris Denman, Michael Gaines, Carly Lawrence. Excited to be here on a Friday. I think that's all the notable names to hit as we uh, get through this. <laughs> so you guys just want to do normal show, push through. That sounds good. Talk to me. news of the weird or something like that. Get into it. Uh, I'm fucking with everybody. Jim Brewer in the house, my friend. You're at Helium all weekend long. We're excited to have you, man. Thanks for having me. It's great, dude. We've been uh, we've been following your career. Since I feel like the get go, and uh, and to have you here while the Mets are in town, curious as far <laughs> as scheduling goes, can we get behind the science of that? Right on target. I oh St. Louis day game Saturday, working out material, book helium, <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. And I'm sure you've you've had to talk Mets all morning on your press round. No, I'm I'm excited, no. and I like that move. It's a pro move. To do that because your other option, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to hit the road, do some stand-up. It's like, okay, I can go hang out at a movie theater. I can go, I can hit Starbucks for the 50th time. Look at this cool coffee joint that just (laughs) opened and... There's so much more independent than like the Starbucks thing. Right, right. The bean workers are happy. The beans here are made in completely different soil (laughs) and it's all rehashed and it's in South America and it helps the community. Okay, Chad. Latte. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Do, do you have 17 <laughs> minutes to hear about the air quality? Grass-fed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Grass-fed coffee yeah, beans. Yeah, grass-fed. I don't care. Not Just a thing. give it to me. So, um, yeah, what were you saying now? No, you hit, you play. I love your I scheduling. Planned. Yes. I did this, pro Seattle, Pittsburgh. Nice. Um, Seattle, Pittsburgh. Uh, There's one other one. Oh, uh, Washington, D.C. Very nice. That's great. All areas where the Mets were playing, I go there for the day. Yeah. Check out the stadiums. I love baseball, so I haven't been to Bush Stadium, the new Bush Stadium, dying to go, and I get paid for being here, <laughs> and I'm working out a new hour. Life is good. Very nice. And, yeah. And we're, we're pumped to have you in St. Louis. I like that because you bring in people. We hear reports that the Grandy Man was, at, was at your show last night. Front row. Yeah. So it was you, awesome. Is it is it familiarity for it? You're like, hey, hey this is our trip, buddy. Well- <laughs> It was, I didn't know it was him for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> and you didn't want to make, even at your level, you can't say, yes. you really look like Curtis yeah. Granderson. Yeah, and I didn't realize And a I'd, dude from North County's like, uh, man, take it easy. Yeah, and I moved in, I leaned in, I went, oh, wow. And I just gave him a little, went, hey, man. And he went, hey, what's up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, it really is him. Okay. And, and then everyone said, I just make sure he was laughing. Right. And if he was laughing, I was okay. And there was there was certain areas of material I was going to go last night. Sure. That I clearly, once I saw him, went, yeah, I'm not going to <laughs> Certainly baseball related, right? They were not baseball oh, related. Oh, okay. I th- yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, it's Jim Brewer yeah, yeah. avoiding the lane with uh, with Curtis Granders. Is it fun? So we, we've, uh, we've, 
we're all baseball fans in the room, but that's great. We've had we've had a lot of success in St. Louis during, especially in the last I don't know what twenty years, but then historically, yeah. how's it feel as well? <laughs> uh, I just wanted to how's assert, it feel? I wanted to assert superiority. Now you know what it feels like to be. Middling? Waking up in Milwaukee or Minnesota in April going, we have no chance. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. Isn't it? With, well, with social media now, like I follow some Mets, like bloggers, like Barstool's a big Mets thing. They have yeah. a lot of people talking about the Mets all the time. The Mets fan is just so parent. Like oh, April 1st, it's uh, it's over. They yeah. lost opening day. We're the it's worst. Over. Well, it's we over. We did. <laughs> yes. We I did. Mean, we have six six starters. Like these starters are the best since the Atlanta Braves of the nineties. Yep. Matt Harvey, DeGrom, Syndergaard throws 180 miles an hour. Steven Matz hasn't seen a pitcher like this since Sandy Koufax. <laughs> <laughs> These are the biggest horses. Yeah, four on the disabled Same list, list man. <laughs> Every Before year. Even start, the other guys yes. apologizing, going, I'm just uh, I'm sorry that I wasn't at the game. I, uh, I just, you know, life is tough. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, of course, of the Dark Knight, there, Matt Harvey. I didn't mention names. <laughs> uh, wow, yes. Gaines, really making some assumptions there. Huh? <laughs> uh, what What are your feelings? I got a weird rub on Matt Harvey whenever he had to think. And listen, uh, I'm sure Dan Patrick isn't perfect. I'm sure he's uh, annoyed more people in his day than I realize. But did you, were you aware whenever he called in to the Dan Patrick show? This is Matt Harvey. Yeah. Do you know where I'm alluding to here? No, no. He, he called in. And he was pushing some product. I don't know what it was. And, and he Matt was, was? Matt Harvey was, yeah. And he had just recently been injured. This is whenever Harvey's like the biggest name, right, on okay. the Mets coming in. And he kept trying to push him on an injury talk. And he's like, yeah, I'm not here to talk about I'm here to talk about men's supplements. And was awkward and rude and pushed through. And I think he's been on since and cleared it up. But it, you have a great publicist. Amy? Yeah, she's yes? good. Great. Does she's a good, good job. Is this the publicist's fault or is Matt kind of a jackass in this situation? Um, Matt has to realize he's not a jackass. He's not a he's not an entertainer. He's a ball player. Yes. So if they're asking him to sell something, I get it. Sure. And and baseball players are really there's no when you interview any ball player from any sports this isn't like you're not talking to them in a bar with four drinks in them. Mm -hmm. You're talking exactly. to a corporate res, rep. He's a representative of the corporation. So there's nothing I hate more in baseball than the guy just hits the game winning home run and it goes, really, well, you know, I was just waiting for the right pitch. <laughs> That's why I can never be a ball player. I'm like, this moron. First of all, he throws me too high and tight. Like, like I don't know, he's going to throw outside now. So I know this moron is going to throw me. Low and outside, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. <laughs> and I see this fat donkey behind me position himself because his fat legs are in a way. I'm gonna take him deep, and sure enough, he throws me low. Bang! I threw that bat 50 feet in and said, Take that! Take that! 
Of course. Uh, how much better That's would it be if baseball they did that? needs? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I agree. Can yes. we please get into it that whenever Syndergaard was in college, he slept with Bartolo Colon's sister-in-law. Can oh, we talk I about that? I love that already. That's not I true. never knew that. That's alleged. Oh, it's yeah. alleged. Yeah. It's not even anything. I, I literally just made that, that up. Yeah. Okay, but that's a oh. good I that's a good rumor to start. Right? That was a fun Do you, rumor. You guys to want to start hear. a rumor? I kind of believed you. Yeah. I did too. I liked it. I sold it, didn't I? Yeah. Isn't that great? I think I'm I'm wasting away here in St. Louis on the radio, right? Those kind of those chops. You're Perez Hilton 2.0. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, I guess we could push Can't wait that. Your soul. I have a good story, a real story about Perez Hilton. Ran into him. This is whenever he was fat. Is he still about skinny? The chick. Uh, do you know the blogger guy, the Perez Hilton? He's uh, no. no. He talks yeah. shit. Is he? He's, he's, he talks shit. He's like TMZ, guy. but like a single person. Well, he's really skinny. I ran into him at South by Southwest in 2007. Hammered burrito all over his face. Literally rolling around the street, and, my my, and I will verify this. Thurston from uh, Sonic Youth, you know the band. No. How who are you people? How okay. old is that? Band? Yeah, the audio engineer's like, yeah, they're great. They were on the Simpsons in the nineties. <laughs> Either way, sat there and watched this guy rolling around. And I was like, man, this wasn't really smartphone era, right? It would have been like flip phone razor times. Sounds like a Friday night. I would have loved to pay him back for some of the shit he talked by getting video of him very very chubby at the time rolling around with burrito on his face in uh. the street at South by Southwest. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Yeah, good. So, I think um, that's all right. Yeah, just a, a a blogger that talks smack on people, right? He's a blogger. Yeah, yeah. Or, but he's, you know, TV level, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Have you ran into anything like that whenever uh, it just be people overdoing it because they recognize you uh, out in public? Maybe they're looking for something that, uh, that you're doing wrong. I don't know about the, the looking for something. No, I'm good. You know in what public. I mean? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. If, if that's what you're, you're talking aware about, of your surroundings. Oh, I'm a hundred percent aware of Big Brother. Mm -hmm. You won't catch me doing anything anywhere. Right now, if you go in um, hotel staircases, sure, maybe. Great place to let it. <laughs> maybe loose. Yeah. nobody walks in a staircase in a <laughs> nobody. Right. Even they they just look at the door like, what is that for? <laughs> Seriously. Maybe if there's a fire, we go that direction. <laughs> I think maybe we should do a dry run. Sure. I wouldn't go, and we might not be able to get back in. And I was just, <laughs> but no, I'm well aware. I. I destroyed in my youth. Destroyed my SNL days. Tore it up. Yes. Tore it up. Mm. Once I had kids, still, I did a tour. Last time I was here, I did Mississippi Nights back in the day. Yeah, with your rock tour. Yes. Yes, yes. Great venue, by Beat the way. The no snot. longer there. We were four in the morning singing sure. God Bless America. People were throwing stuff at us from the hotel across <laughs> the street. Now, yes. since then... No, I'm well aware that every, when I walk in a room, someone in there is just videotaping me eating. Yeah. Or they stand there taking snapshots of me, whatever I'm doing. So I'm 100% I'm aware 24-7. I pretend I'm not, but my my antlers are going 24 -7. Antlers? Yeah, in tennis. Yeah. We weren't going to We were antlers. I got my antlers. Jim the Moose Brewer in uh, studio <laughs> for We Are Live. <laughs> what I is love, that? I love that bit. <laughs> Classic brewer. Table for one. <laughs> Jackass. Oh, my my antlers. <laughs> uh, so we've got Jim Brewer here. Gaines, you were talking about, so we've got the best fans in baseball. So, uh, we, we make fun Define of the, some of the fans. We make fun of it because... 
I believe it was originally brought up by a sports writer and then some sanctimonious people have kind of christened themselves as such. Like we don't, I think the real fans don't take credit for it, but it's the holier than thou fan aspect, fan aspect. They get mad. They start blaming the, the hitting coach here for the Cardinals for everything, right? They just want to blame everybody. Now with Mets fans, Gaines, you were telling me about this. Yeah, we, Ray Ramirez. Did- you're the trainer, the the head trainer, oh, Ray Ramirez. They want his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they <laughs> want to attach him to four horses and start smacking the horses in the rump <laughs> and go in all different directions. And it's like, well, look at their disabled list every year. It's about 18 pages. It's, Maybe something is messed up there. I really don't know. Now, they try to say it's all around the majors. I've never... <laughs> seen a team every year lose 80% of their starters. It's yes. not just two guys. It's their starter. This year we start off three of the six pitching starters that you want are out. The other one's having problems staying, just going to bed. So that is it. And then <laughs> Cespedes is out week like two. Yeah. Familia, your so closer, is out. Um, and then, you know, throughout the year. It's, yeah, you sprinkle all the other 10-day DLs in there, and it's it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Your catcher is gone 10 days in, and then your whole minor league team is, that's what happened last year. Same thing. They had a complete minor league team playing, and they had to survive to the all-star break. And it's just, it's fr- I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get they go, it. I mean, they go to the World Series three years ago when you thought, Oh, this is this is dominance. We might have a little dynasty started yeah. with this rotation. Oh, with the, with the young then, players involved, you, you sprinkle it. in veteran leadership, and then you're like, well, it's New York too. We're not talking about a lack of payroll here. What? It's a weird position to be back where they're currently at. Oh yeah, no, they're again they were missing. 80% of their <laughs> right. team. So. That's what I, I was screaming that at uh, at Cubs fans. I was like, just you wait. Just put a target on your back. Okay, you've won the World Series. You're moving forward. Injuries kick in. Everybody starts giving you their best every game because you're the champs. Right. You're in town. It's a much different story. And you see it as the, Brewer, this, as the Brewers lead the NL Central right now. That's not going to last. No. But even the Cubs, they have a... <laughs> They're still hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had, they had one too many vintage Pinots with the coach, so, right? or with the manager, so sorry. Trust me when I say this. Come August, be very weary what's going to happen in Chicago. That, they, they know, they're still on a hammock. They're I still agree. on a hammock. Yeah. Great, and they great don't point. Need, and they've already sized everyone up. Yes. And it's only a matter of time to go, so do we want to try to win again? <laughs> or? It's the it's the frat guy who's been drinking all night, not focusing on the girls at the party. <laughs> is he going to come too and then come take your girl? Like, what's going to happen? And that's who it is. He's yeah. with the, they're with the girls. Right. And they're right. going to have to put the girl. Listen, we'll be back in a month. <laughs> we got to go play some ball. <laughs> we'll be right back. We got to tighten up, win this. We'll come back, take some plane trips. Right. Don't leave. Don't, don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> Just stay right there. You come right here. Right here. <laughs> I'll be waiting. Bring some friends. We'll be right Bring here. Bring some friends. <laughs> Carly, best Don't line. Don't go on it. And where that? So... Best line at a party. Hey, uh, you got any friends? You yeah, get, some bring some friends with you. Does that make you feel uh, empowered and like you're the, the important person at the party or do you feel used? 
I'm like, why am I not good enough for all of you? <laughs> Whoa. Why Whoa. can't I? No, I mean, ah, not like that. <laughs> you got antlers. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're killing it with the baseball talk. I love that you're uh, that you've scheduled your stand up dates around where the Mets are playing. Yes, fantastic veteran move. Your career, I would just kick myself in the damn head if we didn't talk about some of the amazing things that you've been a part of, some of the talent you've worked around as well. What, uh, at this point in your career, with all the achievements that you've been a part of, has surprised you the most? I mean, did you did you see this laid out? Did, or were there people that failed that maybe you thought would do much better? What comes to uh, comes to the top of your mind at, uh, at that thought? I thought I'd be 10 times bigger. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd be a liar if I didn't say that. Okay. And, and what, I, what what does 10 times bigger mean? Dice? Clay? It, like, it, like I was going to be the next Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Hands down. Sure. I had that drive. And then when I was filming Half Baked, I truly thought, this is it. This is, I'm going to be making $10 million in two years. I'm going to be in every movie I'm murdering in this movie. Right. Rumors of you going only dramatic roles, think like to that point. Oh, in your oh yeah. hands down. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to get to that Pitt, point. Oh, you guys watch out. Yeah. Here comes Brew. I got a goatee in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got a mohawk in the next one yeah. smoking. Yeah. You yeah. guys don't even know what's going down tonight, do you? Ooh. So it's, it, um, but after that movie, it was almost like, uh, um, uh, a bittersweet thing. Interesting. It, it was became this huge cult icon, but career just just came to a halt. Labeled as a stoner or what? Maybe, possibly. I yeah. don't know. I also started a family, and I refused to move to L.A. That's uh, I did not want to go to. All my agents like you got to go. You going to L.A.? I'm like I ain't going to L.A. Yeah, I'll tr- I'll try TV show. I'm I'm not coming to L.A. Interesting. If the if technology was where it's at now, then. Would things have been different? I, who knows? Who knows? And then, and then, then again, I look at. I might have been a disaster. I I know, I know. Even SNL. I mean, it, my pants are off. I'm hanging out with Rancid. We're, <laughs> we're running through alleyways. The thought of you and Tim Armstrong yeah. and Lars running through a, you know, an alley I'm somewhere, s- sleeping in a garbage pail. <laughs> we're having garbage pail tosses at right. tr- cars. I mean, who knows how ugly it could have been if I, I would have had? I wanted that monkey. I wanted to ship in giraffes. You would, you would have been Tyson. Leather pants. Oh, hands down. <laughs> hands well, down. It makes Kangaroo sense, too. Walking with, down, down. With your love of rock music, of <sighs> of just rock stardom, yeah. that would have made a lot of sense for you to turn into a cautionary tale. Uh, oh, hands down. I would have been dead. There's. I would have been dead. I would have been paying alimony, probably like 40 people by now. So on that, when I, I looked back at myself and I said, when I was a kid, I remember standing in my best friend Phil's yard and go... I'm going to work with, and back then, my favorite, I said, I'm going to work with De Niro, Pesci, Jack Nicholson. That's how big I'm going to be one day. And I'm going to play with my biggest band, and I, and the Mets are all going to know me. Now, technically, technically you've done it's that. all yeah. happened. <laughs> right. Technically, it's all happened. I, I did a song with the lead singer, ACDC. I, I mean, James Hetfield are great friends. Um, right. I worked with Pesci, De Niro, uh, Dave Chappelle, just you name it, sure. Alec Ball, you name it. I've worked with them all. I've hung out with a lot of people too. That uh, Tom Hanks, everyone. I'm like the Forrest Gump of entertainment. That's a fantastic way to put it. 
It's like I've done almost all these quirky things, worked with every name, but mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, not superstar and all that jazz. But I'm very comfortable with that the last 15 years or so. When Happiness family, is huge. Yeah. Family's way more important to me, especially with kids. To me, the kids are there once. Entertainment's around forever. It's so, a good point. You know, especially as the kids get, I didn't want to be that. I would see some people come through uh, SNL and go, I really, I don't want to be that guy. Guys, said, when's the last, oh, I've seen my kids in seven months. Oh my God. <sighs> That's wanna, a tough one. Wow. I don't want to do that. I don't want to yeah. be on a set for five months in Cambodia. <laughs> I might win an award. <laughs> Gonna win a big award. Yeah, I, there's nothing against it. No, no, no. I just don't have the stamina for that. However, I truly do feel that in about five, six years, <laughs> I am going for that 100 percent. Back into the has to do with the kids' ages. Yes. Okay. They're what's not, what's they're that move? My then? responsibility. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get out of tour, here. Tour, tour, tour. Yep. Another special or two. Mm-hmm. Write some scripts. Right. And then start going for serious acting roles. Change my look and all that jazz. Interesting. Yeah, uh, are yeah. we talking network TV? Are we talking Netflix no, specials? Like what do you want? To, like, like real, like good. Netflix specials. And then I would like to do a couple, fi- I would like to get in film. So we won't see you on like uh, Law and Order Ghost Detective Unit. No, but if I'm hired on it, I will be. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss that. Once in a while, I'll get little acting roles and I miss it. I love... Just to get a little nibble of it. And I drive myself like, nuts. Oh, yeah. And I did, I did a couple episodes of Kevin Can Wait and I think I rehearsed in my head for 48 hours. Interesting. And, and Sandler was on one episode, and he was just laughing at me. <laughs> Say, hey, Because they know. He lines, just thinking, and he knows. He sees the rookie move, and I'm, I'm just standing on set, and my eyes are, are really intense. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's, he's going over his lines. He's going over his... <laughs> Whereas he's doing... You know, he's, he's nothing. He's in shape as far Let as... Let me know when it's my close-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then I'll start acting. How do you like a career like Sandler's? You you hear oh. people come after him a little bit, but he also come gets after to get, him for what? You have people coming. I think he he takes check Rotten Tomatoes. He, he takes a beating now and again. For, he takes uh, a beating every movie. Sure. for the last twenty years. You right. think he cares? He has his fault. Fo- He's like a band. Yes. It's like okay, well, you don't like Metallica. Guess what? They're selling out arenas and stadiums. Yeah, sure. So you can say all you want. He's a job creator too. And when the guy is, when when a guy has like people like Nicholson working for, I mean, he's brilliant. He's a genius of our time no matter what anyone says. That's a very good point and to be somebody that can literally put a mil, you know, millions of dollars in the hands of and he knows Good his people. audience. Yeah. He He's does. not trying to get the the elite. He's not trying to get certain audiences. He knows from this age to it, this age, I make this movie, it's sold out ticket. They're coming to see me. It's, and they love the humor. He's like the Nickelback of uh, he really entertainment. Is. <laughs> yes, yes. I, without the he's negative feeling, I still he's ha- the I have reverence for Adam Sandler. But. And of metal, he's the um, five finger death punch. He's the five finger. Oh, oh, oh. Death do they do punch. really well? Yes, but they take slack like crazy. They oh, did, they're man. this and they're sold out. And they're that. Hey, well, guess what? Everywhere they play, they're sold out. 20, 30 million you, copies. You think they care? If you that, don't sell out, you're Travis Barker's still uh, playing uh, yeah. 50 venue places with the Aquabats. Yeah, you could, I'll, you could say whatever you want about Sandler. I'm here on a podcast trying to sell a Friday night. 
<laughs> we got morning radio. You know what I mean? Too, it's yeah, not yeah. against you. No, I get but it. I'll take that any day of the week. Oh, absolutely. You get to pick. If you feel like it, you'll go do your friend. You'll go do Kimmel. If you feel like exactly. it. Yeah, you know, Jimmy, I need to stop by tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's where Sandler's at. He's he's like a mobster of Hollywood. Is that strange working with people? You guys are you guys are all on SNL together or you're in movies together. Even the Chappelle's of the world um, that have really, you talk about blazing your own path and really mm. just doing it in a unique way even or just a not, I, I don't know, Chappelle has been very interesting to watch and how he stepped away for a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, do you find those different stories interesting, sad? I mean, is there anything that sticks out? Uh, no, it's just a learning experience. I knew, absolutely. I, I knew Dave before all that went down, and I could see it coming. Dave is uh, um, he's very intelligent, yes. very smart, and very deep, and he's on a higher level of intelligence, and when all that what went down, it's like a band. Again, right. it's it's just the rise and fall. When the rise came, I can't speak for him, but from afar, it, it, it's like on a very small, minor detail. You look at me and some people are like, hey, man, meh. They just bleat like a guy. <sighs> my, whole, my whole career is summed up as a meh. That's it. Which is insane. His, how much training do you have and how many hours have you logged? So Dave, uh. it's just like an actor. An actor could do all this job. Uh, and Stallone's always going to be rocky. So when Dave hit this plateau and he's got white people, mm -hmm. man, I'm rich, bitch. And they just, hey, where are the, where are the this? It's you, you build an audience. And I'm not saying he didn't like his audience. He wasn't prepared. <laughs> Who could be audience? No yeah. one can. And some people go with it, and some people, uh, you know, does Bob Saget like walking down the street like, "Hey, we watch you all the time in American movies." <laughs> and he's like, he's he's the good humor man until he kind of came out and said, "I'm not the good humor man." Right. So, until he's talking about butt fucking your mom at his show with an right. acoustic guitar out. Right. Yeah. So it's um, it's just a rise and fall. I've seen it a million times, and. Uh, when you're in it, it's it's interesting, and not many not many people stay on the rise. Like I liked watching Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey rose beyond higher than anyone, and then he then he kind of did some stuff that you didn't hear much, and like hey, you know, and then you got the point like I'm gonna produce now, right? Like he did it all. What? How many home runs can you hit? Well, I'm gonna start playing this other game and. See how many home runs I can hit over here. It's still, still around. Can still so do about Dave whatever he wants. went back to what he knows, and that's stand-up, and he feels comfortable. And when he feels like coming back, he'll come back. Anybody that you've been around, whether it's sketch comedy, stand-up, uh, hell, we'll throw music in there, too. Anybody that should be either star getting more opportunities. I don't even, yeah, even, you don't have to be a star to be pretty successful. Opportunities? I should be getting more opportunities. There you go. Well, look <laughs> at that. You're here in St. Louis no, in this joking. beautiful studio. Um, who should be getting more opportunities? I don't know, man. I don't pay attention to people. Yeah. You kind of, you got to stay in your own lane, too. I really, I, You're you writing all the time, lane. I'm sure. Yeah. Once, I hit, a, I hit a part in life where, even with stand-up, I know I'm an inside fastball hitter. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go after the clever stuff and the, this stuff. I'm gonna talk about real. I'm best as a storyteller, real life. Oh, what's going on, your uncle? Oh my god, I got stories. What's going on over here? Oh, I got it. I got the stories. I know when to hit him over the fence, and now I just wait for the fast pitch. So I, I know my groove. I don't yeah. go out of my groove anymore. Uh, it's a hell of a groove to be in. Yeah, 
It's, it's fun. Ho- There's a watch it. I'm watching a guy, You're Sebastian sell out. Maniscalco, yeah. who's Netflix special. He, in admit, his, four years, he's become a rock star. And I love Is that his look and his inflection and his voice, you think? I think that has something to do with it. People get obsessed oh, with his, the way he sounds. Well, and, well yeah. it's his delivery, isn't it? It's his delivery. He's like Dice meets Brian Regan. And you and you put it in a factory <laughs> and it came out. It's brilliant. Right. He's so funny. But um I like watching guys like that. I like rooting for guys like that. And you know, I was always shocked Brian Regan wasn't doing more TV stuff because mm-hmm. he's so funny and yeah. been out there so long. But you know, yeah, I don't know. No, it makes sense. Good answer. Yeah. How long did it take you to find that groove? Like when <laughs> when did you realize that? Um mid two thousands. I started in eighty nine. By the time it was ninety five, I was already on TV. Uh, a couple development deals and all that. By ninety nine Half Baked was done. I started a family, and I went into radio so I didn't have to travel so much in the mm-hmm. early 2000s, mm-hmm. and I went back on the road 2008, and 2008 is when I went, this is, you know what, I start off as a stand-up, this is what I used to talk about, this is what got me all the success, I'm starting over, and here's where I'm starting. Is that so, a calming feeling, or was that- It's such a great yeah. feeling, because you don't exhaust yourself trying to please people. You know, during the pot days, I definitely- was trying to write more pot stuff and do more pot material, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it was exhausting trying to be something you're not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was, just, I was smoking all that, but I wasn't the, hey, you know, and wake up in the morning like, hey, 420. Yeah. <laughs> 420. I didn't even know what 420 was. I got called after Half-Baked. I swear to God, it's a true story. And they asked me to, um, this is right after September 11th. And they and they called me up and they said, "Hey, you want to be a judge at the Cannabis Cup, right?" The head guy of Cannabis yeah. Cup calls me up I, on my kids' lives, and I went, "I don't follow race car driving, man." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, NASCAR's doing good and, things. I'm, I'm happy. For- and he freaking belly laughed. And he goes, "No, serious, it's a big event. It's out in wherever they have it. I don't know, Copenhagen, wherever they have it, Copenhagen. It's a big ordeal." And I went, "I don't." Yeah, I'm not into racing. <laughs> a real <laughs> earnest. you like, well, you know, Andretti and, was cool, but... And then you, you, you can hear his awkwardness on the line going like, is this... Is he serious? Is he retarded? Like, is, this, <laughs> is this something wrong with him? Is he trying to be funny? Like, what is, what's wrong with him? And, and he started explaining. He's like, you know, it's the best pot in the world. I'm going, cannabis, okay. And I'm trying to figure out what he's saying. And I went, oh, okay. <laughs> Let me think about it. And then I call my friends, like, dude, you're gonna, you want to be the judge, dude? It's like the biggest pot event in the world. And my, be my, so high. My wife and I was like, oh no, you're not. You're not. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Make up some bullshit about clubs, no, drug testing. Yeah, you. but ah, I, had, I, can't I didn't even it. know what that was right. at the time. So, uh, but I'm glad there is a. That's becoming legal and all that. Yeah, it's different now. I feel like if you were a weed comic, you have to like do part-time scientific stuff too because it's so it's so high level now. Everybody's got their own hydroponic blend and yeah. sciences that go into it, and you basically become a botanist along with a weed enthusiast. Yeah, yeah. You don't have time for that. No, those are big words. I can't figure those words <laughs> go out. Mets. What you said. Go Mets. Much easier. <laughs> go Mets. Jim Brewer, your shows, I, I, you're already selling them out, man. You're going to have a packed weekend. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it's so good. I'm trying out new material. It's going to be good. That's awesome. Which Thanks is for when coming I'm most by, excited, too. 
Is it? Yeah. Because you're, are you trying to earn those laughs because you're not sure the of the material yourself? No, or what's the, no, what's I'm not the earning pull? laughs. I get off on on figuring out the whole routine. Mm. I It's like making a cake. I got the ending. Yep. And I have a little bit of middle. Now I get to add, I go down avenues. I'm, I'm very much like an 80s comic, which is hard to explain. There was this guy, Richard Jenny. And Richard yeah. would do a premise and he'd, and he'd add on, he'd say I'm walking down the street. Sure. But before he gets to the end of the street part, it's the bakery. And then he's got five minutes on the bakery. And then the, the mailman at 40 minutes. And then he ends it with, and this is why I was walking down he's the call, street. He does like, a callback to oh, the beginning. I love that. And that's all I do. It's like I start and then it's callback, callback. I love that. It's, and so It's a blast to watch, too. That's what I like enjoying creating while I'm here. And I had a couple last night I get all excited about. That's exciting, man. You yeah. guys go check him out at Helium right here in St. Louis. Early show Saturday is already sold out, so I would hurry up and get tickets for the rest of the shows that are available. And uh, if you're in another city that the Mets play in, you might see him very Seattle. soon. <laughs> it's coming. Seattle's great, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I've been there once. It's, really, you know, I would. That's. I would have thought you'd been up there a little more. I'm not into the, you know, the vibe of the. You know, I'm <laughs> Come on, man. I hear you, brother. Step it up a level. That's right. <laughs> Step it up a level. It's the trees. I know. I get it. <laughs> so, Look, you know, knock it. So Seattle, get excited for uh, <laughs> Jim Brewer coming yeah, in. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to tour, uh, tour. You know, I was in Portland, Oregon. Same thing. Mm -hmm. And I played there. And at the time, they were all into uh, these truck food trucks. Food truck. mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And everyone's into food trucks. <laughs> hey, come out to Food Truck Friday in Tower Grove Park today here in St. Louis. So, right. Sorry, go ahead. So the, guy, so the guy picks me up. He's like, you know, uh, we produce the most water. And we got food trucks. And everyone's about food trucks uh -huh. in Portland. So I went on stage. I'm like, yeah, how about your food truck? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to a carnival? <laughs> you act like you invented this. This is, I get in my hometown, Chester, New Jersey. Is it food? You go over there, you get scones. You go over there, you get the pizza guy. You go over there, you get a uh, chop suey. Like, what do, you, what do you guys think? You, this is something new? It's, yeah. Go to a carnival. Get out. <laughs> or just like a restaurant where you can get all of it from exactly. one building. Exactly. <laughs> Take it down here. That's what you're excited about. Easy. So, fuck food trucks. No, they're okay, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, take it easy with this is the new greatest thing. I'm okay with that. I think it's a good note to end on. Yeah, have a going. You too. Later, Jim Burrow. Later. <laughs> <laughs>